Welcome to the Birth Lounge Podcast, an empowering space for expecting and new parents to hear candid conversations with experts, support your mental health, and learn the tips and tricks that thousands of parents have used to craft their ideal birth. We will answer all of your questions, the scary ones and the weird ones, to help calm your fears and feel confident going into your birth. I'm going to help you redefine what birth and motherhood looks like and how to embrace your journey. I've intentionally crafted an amazing list of experts to help you navigate pregnancy, explore your birth options, and plan for postpartum so it can be a time of soaking in your tiny human. We're going to go there on all the hard topics so that you can dive into finding your confidence and freeing yourself from fears around childbirth. With almost 10 years of experience in family education and a master's degree in human development and family studies, I created this podcast as a way to share information so parents can make educated and informed decisions about their care during pregnancy and childbirth. This is a birth community driven by evidence-based information and research in hopes to help you explore your options, understand your rights, and know what choices you have along the way. I'm your host, Hee Hee. Now let's get to the good stuff. Hello, 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 everybody. Happy Friday. Thank you so much for tuning in with me. I'm super grateful to be hanging out with you today. It's a Friday, so automatically I'm happy. I love Fridays. They, you know, cap out the end of the week. They let you know that the weekend is coming. Even if your weekend is not that much different from your weekdays, I just love a good Friday. I also am known to kind of relax on Fridays, right? And and take the day off or the evening off. And I never feel obligated to uh, like say yes to events unless they're super, super important on a Friday because I kind of use that night to ground myself and regroup. And then I can enjoy and relax the weekend. And then Sunday night, Monday morning, I am refreshed. Ah, so happy Friday. What is something that you're grateful for? I'm grateful that it's Friday. I'm grateful that I have a good outlook on Friday and that I love Fridays and they make me wake up happy. What is something that you're grateful for? This pandemic has made a lot of people feel, oh gosh, really down, right? Like It's just a bummer. It's really, really sad. And it seems like no matter what we choose, there is a downside to it, right? Like every choice has like the risk or has the negative aspect to it. Like there's just, there's always something I feel like. Also every day we have more information, which just complicates things. Yes, it's better. We're after more information, but more information can sometimes feel super overwhelming. And during the pandemic, I'm trying to bring topics that I think not a lot of people have access to, to you. And so this was something that I put on my Instagram and I thought that our podcast listeners really might enjoy too. And that is alcohol and pregnancy. And the reason I thought this is because during this pandemic, well, obviously I've been scrolling social media way too much and way more than normal. And you know, I, I sometimes see expectant parents make jokes about, I wish I could have a glass of wine, I wish I could have a beer, and I just wonder to myself, is this a place for me to say, 
actually you can and actually the research says that it is okay or are these people like truly joking is social media that place like I feel like this is a discussion we should have and so many people would want to hear this information I've actually never met anybody that was like I wish I had never heard that everybody is like wow I wish I had known that even folks who are like wow I wish I had known that even though I probably still wouldn't drink during my pregnancy it's just good to know that I can have one if I wanted I just feel like that's a conversation that we need to have. So that's what we're going to do today on today's podcast. You're listening to the Birth Launch Podcast, episode 111, Alcohol and Pregnancy. Hello, guys. I know this is kind of late, um, but this is a topic that has come into my realm three times in the last like three or four days. So I thought that you guys might be interested in it as well as it's probably just good for you to know. And that topic is drinking during pregnancy and breastfeeding, um, particularly alcohol. I can cover caffeine either in the comments or in a different live if you have a lot of questions about that. Um, but right now I'm talking specifically about, um, alcohol and I'll tell you my two favorite books so this is one of them and the other one is on my Kindle but Expecting Better by Dr. Emily Oster she's Professor Emily Oster um, and the one on my Kindle is Crib Sheet that is her second one so Expecting Better is all about pregnancy and Crib Sheet is all about after your baby gets here now I think um, if we're going to understand drinking during pregnancy and postpartum, we first have to break down how your body breaks down and absorbs alcohol. And a lot of people have this misconception that you drink alcohol and then it's just like zooms to your baby or your fetus and or you drink alcohol while you're breastfeeding and your baby just gets like a big gulp of vodka when, the next time that they feed and it's just not like that. So you ingest the alcohol and it goes into your digestive system and then it goes into your bloodstream and then your liver is actually going to filter all of that out and it breaks it down into two names that I'm not even going to try to pronounce. Um, and one of those can pass into the placenta. It, it crosses the placenta. However, your baby can process and break down a small amount of alcohol. Um, so when we're talking about what is too much alcohol, it's usually five or more drinks is considered binge drinking during pregnancy and breastfeeding. However, the research is very, very clear that even five is too much. So when we're thinking about binge drinking and drinking during uh, for alcohol, there's a couple different things that come up as far as concerns. And one of those is fetal alcohol syndrome. And this includes cognitive delays, developmental delays, um, physical abnormalities, language delays. There's all sorts of things that have been shown. Um, a 2009 study in Australia actually, actually did show um, that there are language um delays in children whose mothers, pregnant mothers, binge drank while they were pregnant in the second and third trimester. There's also a big misconception uh, that you can't have alcohol in the first trimester, and the science says that that too is just not true. Um, that one to two glasses per week, not per day, per week, is okay in the first trimester. After you get to the end of the first trimester and you enter your second and third trimester, you can have up to one glass a day. 
Um, and actually, it's really interesting, but there was a big study done. And if at any point you guys want these studies, I don't know if I'll be able to pull the exact studies because Professor Oster has lots more access than I do. Um, we have access to a lot of research, but I don't know if it's actually the caliber that she has access to, but I will do my best and I can, I'm always happy to show you exactly her research. Um, I can snap a picture and put it in the the comments if you would like that. But there was a big study done um, and it showed that actually women who drank two to six times a week were significantly less likely to have children with behavioral issues. So not like it could help, but like significantly less likely. So the thought is that the Europeans have it right when they drink every single night with dinner and Americans have it wrong. And um, Professor Oster goes into this in her book about how the social construct of drinking during pregnancy actually might be hindering our pregnancies and our children. Um, we know that it is safe to have up to a glass of wine a day in your second and third trimesters, one to two glasses a week in your first trimester. Um, I just want to read over this because I don't want to get anything wrong because this is a very sticky topic, but it's also a sticky topic that like doesn't have to be sticky and well, that's what I live for, right? Um, there is one thing. Okay, so there was a study done um, a couple years ago, I think 2011 or 2014, and 40% of U.S. doctors actually said that they encouraged their, their patients to drink um, during pregnancy. So they, they, can, they see the benefits of this. Also, it's not unheard of. It's actually extremely common that if you start to have, um, you know, kind of a longer early labor, I don't want to call it a stalled labor because I don't like that term, but um, a start and stop, a start and go type early labor that your provider will most likely tell you to get in a hot shower, drink a glass of wine, and really try and rest. Same thing is if you have um, very sporadic contractions and they're not quite in a rhythm um, and it's later at night, your provider might tell you to drink a glass of wine, get in a hot shower, get that belly in, that baby to relax, and then try and get some rest because um, the likelihood that labor is soon coming is very high. All right, so any questions about drinking um, during pregnancy, just drop them in the comments and I will answer those. So let's move to postpartum uh, talking about breastfeeding and drinking. Um, the science, again, is really, really clear because our bodies are so complex and it doesn't go straight from you straight into your breast milk and your baby gets like a big gulp of vodka when they go to nurse the next time. It's okay to have a glass of wine. Um, there was a 2014 study done and it showed that if you drank four drinks quickly, um, I think it was defined as within an hour maybe, um, that even then there was not enough um, like evidence, uh, not evidence, but like exposure of um alcohol in the breast milk to even be mentionable and that is incredible so um, it's important to remember that the the alcohol that's found in your breast milk can be said to be the same as your blood alcohol content so if you're not good to drive a car then you can assume that it is at least 
0.08. And we also know that if you are really concerned about the alcohol in your breast milk, uh, alcohol is not stored in breast milk, despite what anything you've ever heard, um, despite anybody who's ever told you that it's not stored in breast milk. And so the rule of thumb there is that you can have a glass of wine if you want nothing to get to your baby. You just wait two hours. There's no need to necessarily pump and dump. Let's say that two, you were drinking and you thought you had two hours, but your baby hit a funky growth spurt and they're hungry before the two hour mark. That is fine. You can pump and save that milk if you don't want your baby to drink it. You can pump and put it in the refrigerator and use it for a bath, use it for soap, use it for skin issues, use it for ear infections, pink eye, diaper rash, all sorts of stuff. Do not pump and dump that precious, precious milk. Um, I think that's it. All right. I think that's all of my bullet points. Again, if you're interested, let me let me just actually read you this piece straight out of the book. All right, so at the end of each chapter, um, Professor Oster puts up like a bottom line thing. And so she bullet points all the pieces of the entire chapter, right? So the chapter's long and then she's gonna put up the bullet points. The ones about pregnancy, here's what they say. The bottom line about alcohol in pregnancy. There's no good evidence to suggest that light drinking during pregnancy negatively impacts your baby. This means up to one drink a day in the second and third trimesters, one to two drinks a week in the first trimester. Speed matters. No vodka shots. Heavier drinking, than, um, heavier drinking has negative impacts, especially in the range of four to five drinks at a time. This should be avoided. So just remember, again, blood alcohol content. Also remember in pregnancy, your baby does have the ability to break down some alcohol. So if you're being responsible um, and you are being mindful of your alcohol intake in both pregnancy and postpartum, you should be all set to go. I know this is a sticky topic and I know it's something that people feel really, really strongly about. Um, I don't care what you do, but I don't want you to not have a drink in pregnancy or postpartum because you think that it's going to harm your baby because that's just not the truth. Um, and I, I definitely don't want you to not have a drink in pregnancy and postpartum because of the social construct because that's just silly. Um, the The science is there. The research is very clear. Um, there are significant results one way or the other, and that's my job. That's what I want you to know. So go forth and have that glass of wine if you have been withholding from yourself for the last few months. You deserve it. Good night, y'all. All right, friends, I hope that you enjoyed that late night chat with me that originated over on Instagram. If you want to hang out with me on Instagram, you can check that out at, at Tranquility by Hehe. I'm always over there. I'm always in the stories. It's like, I'm telling you, I'm just sharing what quarantine life looks like on my end. If you want to learn more about alcohol and pregnancy, you can come hang out with us on Facebook. That's the Birth Lounge. Um, it's a group of really warm people, and we talk about all the things in motherhood. And yeah, it's fun. Come hang out over there. Otherwise, I will see you next time. And remember, until we meet again, ask yourself, what would he he do? Hey there. Before you go. I wanted to tell you who made today's episode possible. Today's episode is brought to you by The Birth Lounge. 
If you're looking for a step-by-step guide to navigating pregnancy, preparing for birth, and adjusting to life with a tiny human, then I want to invite you to join the Birth Lounge. I created the lounge so that parents just like you could connect from all over the world, explore their birth choices, learn from one another, share in support, and learn to navigate life with a new baby. In the lounge, you have access to weekly calls with me, 10 training modules on how to prepare for childbirth, and a warm community that's really more like an online hug. The Birth Lounge dives into each and every birth choice that you may encounter so you can go into birth confidently and ready to take control of your labor. You will learn to master your mindset so that you can avoid birth trauma and achieve your ideal birth. This is access to experts to help answer your biggest and scariest questions all about childbirth so that you can go in calm and confident. There are resources in the birth lounge for packing your birth bag, pain relief during labor, the best birth positions, how to effectively push, ways to prepare your body for labor, postpartum healing, feeding your tiny human, introducing a bottle, storing breast milk, and so much more. For more information or to gain access to the birth lounge, please visit thebirthlounge.com. I can't wait to see you in the lounge. You deserve a calm and confident birth. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I truly do value this community and I love hanging out with you. If you found today's episode helpful, share it with a friend. Share it with someone who might also find this information helpful. I'd love to hear what you have to say and read your sweet words on iTunes. You can leave us a review and this helps get this information into the hands of parents who might also benefit from hearing it. If you're interested in joining The Birth Lounge, you can go to thebirthlounge.com. Our blog is linked there. You can find all sorts of free information as well as how to get your access to The Birth Lounge. You can always hang out with me on Instagram as well, at Tranquility by Hehe. Until then, stay educated, stay supported, stay confident. Nothing in this podcast is to be used as medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. 
As always, please consult your healthcare provider with any questions or concerns you have about your health or anything discussed in this podcast. Side effects may include educated adults, informed decision-making skills, and consensual care. Tranquility by Hee and the Birth Lounge are not responsible for any ideal births that were created with this podcast. The birth parent deserves all the credit.